0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Ran. We booked it. Today we are talking about the book worlds that we love.
1: (laughs) Before we get started though, remember to check out the Instagram for all of our fun stuff. It's still pretty early in the new year, so you're always welcome to see the book goals we've set for ourselves and how many books I have to read this year. Yeah. <laughs> Many series. Many. Many. And are you gonna have a new do you have a new bingo? Or no? Uh
0: no. No. Oh. Or I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe you tell us. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, um, but we're gonna start with talking about Elizabeth Wilde's Encyclopedia oh, gosh. of fairies.
1: I know why you said Elizabeth Wilde now. Okay. I wrote Elizabeth Wilde. It's
0: Emily. Like, okay, that's what I thought. and I was like, okay, <laughs> I was like, Morgan knows her stuff, so I trust her. <laughs> Don't. Don't. Okay, it's Emily Wilds, guys. Because we're both illiterate.
1: <laughs> when you said it earlier, I was like, it's Emily yeah. Wilds. But okay, maybe you misspoke.
0: No I mean, wonder. That does,
1: that does I can't believe
0: <laughs> <It's so funny. laughs> it was all my fault. No, no.
1: Man. It was, it was a test. <laughs> I was doing this yesterday like,
0: kind mm-hmm. of like,
1: oh, I, we have to record tomorrow and I haven't done the thing.
0: Oops. Yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so we're going to talk about Emily, Emily Wilde's Emily. Encyclopedia of Fairies. <laughs>
1: yes. Not to be confused with another popular e-name for women.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. Um, and Uh, we both read this, like, kinda recently. (laughs) mm -hmm. Uh, and I think we both kind of just, like, fell in love with this world. We we both really like the fae. (laughs) Yeah. No matter how they show up.
1: (laughs) Yeah. There's always the good ones that make it worth it. Mm -hmm. There's not always the bad fae. Even though there are bad fae. I remember learning about that. It was a discovery to young me to realize, oh, fairies aren't just like the little like tooth fairy kind of thing that I've thought of. Like, they're more than that. And sometimes they're mean. Mhm. And now I'm well acquainted. Um. But I... I really like this world. It's very- It's more realistic. I think it's basically set in the world as we know it, except like an alternate universe kind of where fairies are real. Um, And I I love that. Because I want to live with fairies. I want to live in a world with Fae like Poe. That's what I yes. want. I want to be able to meet a Poe and befriend a Poe and just be like, we are buddies now.
0: <laughs> we are friends. <laughs> we, we
1: are buddies now. That's all I want. Also, a world where I could have a shadow? Like the dog?
0: Yes. That good boy.
1: That's such a good boy. (laughs) (laughs) But I just- I really like the idea of like, there being so many distinct types of fairies. Because there's a a bunch, like, not so much in America, but, like, in Europe, there's, like, a lot of different kind of fey, depending on if you're, like, thinking of, like, Scottish, Irish, like, uh, Mm -hmm. the normal, or, like, in England, or if you're, like, in the more Scandinavian areas, and how they think of, like, the fey. There's, like, a lot of those kind of stuff going around, and so... I just think it's really cool that all of them were kind of put together in this one world, but, like, that it was based on, like, where kind of the legend is from. I really like that.
0: Yeah. I like that there's different cultures depending on location. Like, it's just, like, anything else, but it, like, make it fae. <laughs> um, which I I really like that, and I like... I like that the the first book, just, it kind of, it gives you enough about all the different kinds of fae that you're like, I really want to learn more. <laughs> like, I know, right? Like, give me more.
1: <laughs> like, give me an actual encyclopedia that Emily wrote, yes, please. Yes. I want that thing. Yeah. That's all I've got to say.
0: I agree. Like <laughs> it's just so good and I'm so excited to see where the next book goes.
1: Yeah. I've we're definitely gonna see some more Royal Fay, I believe. Mhm. Would you would you like how many do you have? Four left. I have five. And my brain's not working. <laughs> um, okay.
0: Do you want to go next or you want me to go?
1: Uh, I'll go next. Okay. I'll do with another realistic one. Uh, so, in the same vein of uh, Emily Wiles' Encyclopedia of Fairies and it being, like, realistic but, like, kind of set uh, in an alternate kind of thing. Um, the Queen's Thief series and That World... By Megan Whalen Turner. Uh, mm-hmm. It's set in basically her version of, like, the ancient Mediterranean area. And so, like, I I really like, because I don't often think of, like, kind of ancient world kind of stuff as, like, a great place to be, especially if you're a woman. Mm-hmm. Um. It's not all that great nowadays, so why would I want to go back? (laughs) But, like... Because it... I don't know. I just... The world that she built was really nice. Um, And I really liked the belief of gods between the different, like, three little nations. And, like, how they were actually very, very real... And like, would interact with Eugenides pretty often. And, mm hmm. So I just, I really liked, uh, just kind of like how it took the, the, uh, mythological gods within that world and made them real. And like, it was just, it seemed like such a nice place. And as long as Eugenides is ruling, I think I'm pretty safe to travel around everywhere and just, I'd probably just go places and be like, oh, I read that in the book. (laughs) That would be me if I were in a book world, honestly. Like, I like to think I would have prior knowledge of the book, and so I'd just go in and be like, this is where it happened, and I would be the crazy lady.
0: (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If I'm All in a right. book
1: world, I'm not there to be sane.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um and that's a good segue for my next one of <laughs> <laughs> the oh, Shadow dear. Hunter world. Oh. Cassandra <laughs> <laughs> Clare's world that she has built up for us across many a books, many a series. Uh, many a series that eventually she plans to end and have it come to a close.
1: Yeah. Uh, Before any of that happens, though, I will have like, I think, nearly 20 books from her.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I may have bought four from her Kickstarter.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: That's that. that I think. Yeah. So I've got. How many books? Three, six, nine. 12. 14. I think I have 14 books by her. And I ordered 4 more. Mm -hmm. And then I'm gonna get the Wicked Powers. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That just shows how great it is, though. Continue. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And that's just how well fleshed out it is. I feel like. It is. Um... It does have that, like, there is the normal world and then there is everything else that is happening that we normal people just aren't aware of. <laughs> we mundanes. Yes, mundane. I was like, I could f- think of the word, I think, what is it? Muggle from Harry Potter. I could yeah. think of mundane. <laughs> um, but yeah. And I think that's what draws a lot of readers in is like oh it's this world within our world and there's like vampires and werewolves and the stuff that people already really like believing about and then there are shadow hunters and black markets and it's just really cool um and of course like no one no one leaves <laughs> Cassandra Clare's stories without being deeply emotionally hurt <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> or just At dying. least one
1: character dies in every book.
0: Yes. She has to have a casualty. Yes. Um <laughs> She she makes you care and then she hurts you. If you think a
1: character's getting more time than they normally do, they are. <laughs> they are. Because it won't last long. Mm mm. I think one thing about the Shadowhunter world is because it's set in the world as we know it, it makes it easier to to digest because, like, everything going on outside of the Shadowhunter world is what we know and are used to. So to look inside of something that is built on systems that we're already familiar with because it's set in our world, but, like, has its own extra stuff because it's supernatural mhm I think it makes it easier to digest yeah and also more fun because who doesn't want like, to like be part of a secret world within the world almost
0: <laughs> right yeah. it's just very very interesting mhm so
1: it's crazy that it's coming to an end
0: i i know but it also feels so far away that's like eh. it's gonna yeah it's gonna take years we've we've got another few years yeah we've got we've got some time <laughs> oh yeah honestly i think
1: you know we've probably got i'd say it, it, it'll be done before 2030 yeah. so we've got like a comfy within seven years i think
0: yeah <laughs> seven years. Yeah. Which is crazy because I, I think the first book came out in twenty twelve. I wanna say. Man, that crazy woman. Um which I think is also another point of No, it came out in two thousand and seven. <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, what if she finished it? Came out in twenty thirteen.
1: What if she finished it twenty twenty seven, and it was twenty years?
0: Oh my gosh, that would be really cool. It would. It would make me
1: feel really old, though. <laughs> I don't think that'll happen. I don't think she's finished the first book of Wicked Powers, so I think we're good.
0: Yeah, we have a, we have a little bit of time.
1: Um, my next one, I'll do- I'll do my other hard hitter. Um, actually this is very much along the same lines as, uh, the Shadowhunter universe. Mm Mhm. With Keeper of the Lost Cities, uh, by Shannon Messenger. Which is because it's set in the world as we know it, but it's set apart. Because, uh, uh, Sophie is an elf, and elves live in the Lost Cities. Which, uh, basically are where the, like, supernatural creatures, kind of, but not as we know it. So, like, elves, ogres, goblins, gnomes, like, trolls, that kind of thing. Uh, they kind of were like, oh, humans are, are greedy, warmongering creatures, mm-hmm. and they've betrayed our trust. We're gonna go into hiding now and pretend that we didn't exist. So that's what they did um, and so they're like the lost cities now because they've secluded themselves away but uh I really like I really like the world because uh it in like it uh, introduces you to the Elf Society which seems perfect Except for the fact that that society is absolutely not prepared for any sort of disaster. And so many characters need therapy now. And they don't Mm -hmm. have therapy. So. (laughs) Points deducted. Um, (laughs) However, going for them is food. Because Shannon Messenger has actually made some of the food she's described in the books. Mostly the sweets. Uh, Like some of the drinks... Um, like mallow melt, which is delicious. I've made uh, riffle fluffs. Uh, uh, and that food tasted good, so I would like to have the original. Um, but also they have like the extinct uh, species, essentially. So they're not extinct because the elves have them, which means the elves have dinosaurs, and I want to see dinosaurs. I want to hear dinosaurs. Yes, because I've been getting this thing on Instagram every once in a while. That's like what you think the T. Rex sounded sounds sounds like, and it's like that big roar versus what like we now are think is a more accurate representation, which is a haunting noise. And I, would, oh dear, <laughs> I would <laughs> want to actually hear that because I just I want confirmation. I want I want to know about dinosaurs. Cape of the Lost Cities, like, to go into that world, I would be able to, like, bring answers to dinosaurs. And the dinosaur phase that I went through, that part of me would be satisfied.
0: just thinking about dinosaurs. <laughs> um, <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, the next one that I wanted to talk about is a little more fantasy. Um, and it is Discworld, which is um, like the book series, but also the name of the world by Terry Pratchett, which I talked a little bit about. And the Discworld is a flat planet, balanced on the backs of four elephants, which in turn stand on the back of a giant turtle that is like, swimming through space. Um, so already (laughs) it's incredible. (laughs) Um, Terry Pratchett is also just like this amazing author who he's very funny. He brings in a lot of those typical tropes from like fantasy, science fiction. Um, There's some like mythology and folklore involved. Um, And it's just, it's just so good, (laughs) which I feel like I say that when I'm like, I don't have the words to describe this. Um, and I've I've talked before about, like, the book Equal Rights, which is about this, like, I don't even think she's 10 years old girl-esque who is supposed to be, like, the eighth son of the eighth son, but surprise, she's a girl! But girls can't, like, um, be bestowed, like, wizardly powers, so she's a witch, which is supposed to be less than. And it's, like, that book is just about her journey of just a, just a short journey of her going to the wizarding university and proving that she's just as competent as a guy or guys in general I guess so he has like great commentary about the world <laughs> I, was, I will say um, and it's just it's good stuff
1: <laughs> I feel like any world Terry Pratchett builds is almost like being in Wonderland but not mm. the one that you read about as a child
0: <laughs> yeah yeah it's very different
1: <laughs> you know the the world is flat and it's on the back of four elephants, which are on the back of a turtle in space like that's a good start honestly
0: yeah really good
1: <laughs> my next one uh, I'm just gonna go I'm gonna build up to my last one so the last Namsura that world <clears throat> um I really really enjoyed like that world and so I read the last Namsura years and years and years ago I've read it a few times now I love it Loash and Torwin uh, I really love the world um, and I this year I got around to reading the other two books that are kind of in the series um, but you don't have to read them but I did and it just builds more upon the world and basically what I learned is the world's mythology uh, like in the Queen's Thief their gods are real and, and real it's just if, if it's a story it's real, it happened, uh, and it's kind of cool to see that. Um, but I think most importantly, uh, as I have written on my note here, yes, I want dragons and magic. No one is surprised. <laughs> <laughs> it has dragons, it has magic. Yeah, now, those yeah. are my boxes. You can ride the dragons and be friends with the dragons. The dragons like it when you tell them stories. The dragons can tell you stories back. I'm sold.
0: Gosh, I love that.
1: <laughs> it, if you tell the dragons stories, that's how they can breathe fire. What? Yeah. They can't breathe fire if you don't tell them stories.
0: That That is... I've never heard of that before. That's oh yeah,
1: one of the characters... Has a spindle that takes her into a rip between time and space? Not forget about that one. (laughs) Yeah, there's a- The Reckoning, I think it's called? Maybe? I can't Mm -hmm. remember. But it's like where you have to like hide from the ghost of the dead. it's just an interesting, you can't open the doors or, like, have a candle or the dead will find you. Like, okay. What do you have next?
0: I have In the Lives of Puppets by TJ Clune. Oh, look at that. Because I thought this was a very interesting world that I entered recently. Um, And it follows Victor, who is a real boy um, who lives in this world of robots and machines. So his father, Giovanni Lawson, is an inventor and raises Victor to be, like, very curious and um, know how to work with these machines and build things, basically, and Victor, his little found family (laughs) includes um, Nurse Ratchet, who's, like, a nurse machine, um, and then also Rambo, who is a vacuum. And one day in the scrapyard, they happen upon another android who has been thrown away, basically. Been found to be defunct. Um, and they call him Hap, because it looks like there's an H, an A, and a P on his chest. Um, but they make this joke of how he's also a hysterically angry puppet, because he's just very gruff at first. Um... And so Victor has this whole adventure with his little family and it's just, it's so cute. But the part that I find very interesting about this world is that Victor thinks that there's this, the whole world is full of both humans and robots. But it turns out that the robots rose up and tried to wipe out all the humans. So he's the last one that they know of.
1: I mean, none of none of us are surprised that they would rise up against us.
0: No, we we deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, hi, <laughs> my, my headphone fell out so I oh. guess it turned off the call. Well, oh, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, but yeah, that's, that's all I've got. <laughs> so it's, it's
1: almost an inevitable future.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Plus like Great. they live
0: in the forest in a treehouse.
1: Was it built it's by very- treehouse masters?
0: Um, I it'd be mean, a really good built... treehouse then. It was built by Giovanni Lawson. <laughs> Maybe I he love used that tree... his name is Giovanni.
1: I know, right? That's like it's... such a name for a robot. Yes. Uh, I guess. Kind of going along with a possible uh, dystopian future for the Earth. I've got the Wanda mm-hmm. series on her on here. Which is mm-hmm. um talked about it before. Wonderful series. Which basically, uh, main character finds out she's not on Earth. She's on Orbana. Later finds out Orbana is Earth, uh, but a- like the Earth died. Aliens came and revived the planet, and then aliens were like, and now it's ours. We call it Orbana. Um, mm. However, the amount of world building. Like, the blood, sweat, and tears that I'm sure Tony put into this. It is phenomenal. The world. It is Mm -hmm. so fleshed out. There are alien politics. There are different, like, types of aliens. And they have their own societies and languages. And it's really... There's a whole wandering forest. It just moves. And there's the heart of the forest. And it's just... It's crazy and i love it and there's a map and it's a, an amazing map and i love it and what i love what i love this man made an entire alphabet and proceeds to show you how to write sentences because you have your capital letter and then it's kind of like uh japanese like they write like from top to bottom mm So you've got your capital letter on the, uh, left, and then on the right of that, you put in the smaller letters. And let's just say they're- oh, goodness gracious, I keep flinging my keyboard by accident. Um... (laughs) But whenever, in any of the illustrations that Tony made, there is the alien language, I am flipping to the back and I am translating. At some point, I was so good at this one particular word that I could recognize it on sight. (laughs) I... I'm very tempted to learn the language and try to become fluent in it. It's just a written language. Yeah. It'd be amazing. I'm probably gonna try and do it at some point. (laughs) I mean But it's it's just those little details of like there's there's that whole gosh that he made it alphabet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like the love and
1: care. Yes. So yeah. Love that world. (laughs) I love it.
0: Oh, right. <clears throat> My last one is the world of Flower Heart. <laughs> um, because this is kind of like your classic fantasy world. Everyone has, not everyone, but a lot of people have magic. And I really just, I like this idea of being able to you just grow flowers and know what they're connected to regarding like emotions and how they can be used (laughs) and it's such a very it's like a very cottagecore calm minimal drama kind of world (laughs) it is like when you need a, a vacation or like a relaxing point Flower heart is the way to go. <laughs> hmm. Um. I don't know. Do you have any additional thoughts?
1: I think, um, cause it's not just flowers. Like that's just how Clara's tends mm-hmm. to manifest. So, like, yeah, you could have a different kind of magic for sure. And like with your skill set. Like, what, it's almost like, because it's very personal, because, like, she, like, was very much, like, wanting to get into, like, healing and, like, stuff like that, uh, like, an apothecary. So it's, like, it's, it can be very set to, like, what you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Kinda. Which, I don't know. It does sound- it, it sounds like such a cozy world, where it's like, Oh, I just need some magic, or like, you know, I need some- I'll just pop down, they'll be able to help, you know? Or like, someone can give like a gosh dang blessing. Right. <laughs> exactly. It just sounds awesome,
0: and so pure,
1: because it's Clara.
0: Yes. And you're totally right of, like, it's not just limited to the flowers, like, you can have, like, any kind of magical power. Just go for it.
1: hmm That sounds fun. My Last World, I know you're going to love. Have you looked at it yet? If you haven't, don't.
0: <laughs> okay. I'm cool.
1: I'm gonna look. <laughs> cool, cool. Um, so this is the Dragonfall World. Mm-hmm. And, in Dragonfall, there is a language called TRADE. And the name- it took me a second to be like, there's a language called TRADE? Or, why is TRADE with a capital T? What's happening? <laughs> why is it a proper noun? <laughs> TRADE is sign language. That everyone knows. Oh. And everyone knows it, because a good chunk of the population, there was like a plague that came through, and one of the symptoms of surviving it was hearing loss. So because such a large portion of this population is hard of hearing or deaf, like just everyone knows sign language, even if they are completely hearing. They just know sign language!
0: Oh my gosh.
1: (laughs) I know when I read that and I was like, no way. Oh. Oh my gosh. I knew you would love that. Yeah. There is a character and it's not one of the characters who we get a POV from, but there's a character and they're completely deaf from what happened. And there's a moment, you have a character who's not from the world and so he doesn't, he doesn't know what trade means. Like, he doesn't understand mm-hmm. trade. Um, but there's a moment where they're talking about basically this heist um, kind of thing. And the three people who are from the world that are in this conversation are all using trade. They're like, they're speaking out loud and signing at the same time. Oh. And so it's like, no one's really kind of left out. Of, like what's mm-hmm. happening except for like the dude who's not from this world and doesn't speak trade because when the deaf character like doesn't speak so like they just sign and i don't recall if anyone explained to him what was happening at the time
0: mm-hmm.
1: but it like what a world like i know it took like so much of the population to like get to a point where like they were like okay and a new language that we're all going to speak, but it's like that's just so awesome for the fact that it it opens up to like this disability that mm-hmm. people experience, but it makes it so it's not because everyone can communicate and trade. Yeah, like hearing, not hearing, like everyone knows trade. Everyone can use trade. That is so cool. That it, this, this is a world I quite like. Aside from, like, all the bad things that are going on, they did right <laughs> with this one. <laughs> <laughs> they did right. And, like, even the main character is, uh, deaf in one ear. Oh, okay. So, like, it's just... It's kind of nice to get like- It's so nice- it's like so nice and accepting and inclusive
0: and- Mhm. And that that's what we need more of for sure. Mhm. For every disability. Mhm.
1: But that's- I had to put that on here just because it sounds so awesome. Yeah. Cause like that character, the one who's deaf, and like any others, like they never. They're never left out of something. Mhm. Like the world has adapted to include them. But that, but that's all I got. That's why that's why I had this whole episode idea because I was like, if I know Rose will love this.
0: It was all for me. (laughs) All right. Well, that is all we've got. So thank you for listening to the podcast.
1: If you've got a moment, head over to the Instagram where hopefully. If I can remember, there will be a little sticker, and it will say, tell us what your favorite book world is. So do go over Mm -hmm. and tell us some of your, any of your favorite book worlds.
0: But, as for now, we gotta book it!